It's raw. Um, welcome back to the 417 podcast. I'm Joshua. And I'm um, Aaron. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you for everybody supporting so far. The first three episodes, I hope you're listening to it. Um, yeah, I know some of you said some stuff about the audio, but we're trying to get better. Don't worry, it's going to get better. So anything, we're going to refine our craft, refine what we're doing. So it's just better, just better content in general that we're delivering to you guys and refined content. 100%. Uh, yeah, so um, what Aaron and I wanted to do today is uh, start in 11. Uh, yeah, we ain't talking about football, we're talking about music. Cool. So what we're going to be doing is launching our 417 playlist. Uh, it will be available on Spotify. And we're going to drop our starting 11, first 11 tracks that we're going to put on this playlist that are essentially going to encapsulate an energy that we feel is suitable to the brand, suitable to the people we're speaking to. And this is something that we're going to carry on rolling with, pushing, playing for people. Um. Yeah, so the reason why we wanted to do it mainly is because thing that Aaron and I really I think something that we kind of bond over but not even bond over because we disagree so much but something we have a lot of common ground is music do you know what I mean music is close to both of our hearts um stuff we care about stuff we love talking about debating um so yeah we wanted to have a discussion about just what is even more than just what fits the brand for me it's even like for you guys to get a bit of an insight into who we are in a sense and what we like listening to and you know what I mean? You get a bit, you get a, a, uh, a, bit, see, of, a bit of a closer, or my, for me, for that's that. the songs I chose. Yeah. But it's like, I chose songs that I'm playing during the week, like this month, like last month. So like, it's going to be a bit delayed. Like this is, I had to really go back to think about it because these were songs I was playing as we were launching and like last month. So yeah. But for me, it's just about like, it's even to get a bit of an understanding of me, how I think and what I'm really just listening to like at the moment. Um, for myself I'd say um, I'd be lying if I said these aren't songs that I'm playing for myself but what I would say is that these aren't my favourite songs no like not um, your favourite songs just like yeah, it's in your rotation yeah, they're naturally going to reflect me in some sense but at the same time I do feel that these songs in particular are far more a reflection of 417 okay, and like my energy to 417 that's that's um his mentality I'm going for I, I agree with him to a certain extent and I'm going to do some of those songs as well. Um, but I'm kind of just trying to get you guys to really understand me a bit more understand what I listen to, what I like. Just understand me. That's why I wanted to do it. Um, just to see what we're going through in the month, like what we're going through, what's in our rotation in this month. Um, personally, and like even on our mindset towards the business. Um, but yeah, the thing about the playlist is we're trying to keep it um you guys we're gonna try and put you guys into the process of it so um if you follow our instagram which i hope you do you'll have an opportunity to get involved onto the playlist um what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be doing stories so um every monday we'll be like having our music mondays kind of thing where we'll be looking for like you guys to post and like share what songs you guys have been listening to this month or this week kind of thing and why you want it, why you nominated it to be part of um the four seventeen playlist. Um and we'll choose one person each week for the month and um we'll see and we'll add the song that we like we will add the songs that we kinda like the best. Um and we kinda connect with the best. So yeah, 
always trying to um, we're always trying See, to participate. No, as I'm saying, I'm not gonna choose a song based on whether I like the song. Okay, but connects with you. That connects with the business. Making, making Drake playlists like no, 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 no. Like no, no. he doesn't give us enough of those. <laughs> <laughs> more life. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not making a Drake playlist. If I was just making music I listen to all the time, it would be a Drake playlist. It's not just about that. It's, it's songs that we resonate with. But for example, if a, if someone puts a song in the reason that they resonate with it, and I I, I I I'm messing with that reason, I'm gonna allow that. That's gonna be for me. That could get a vote for me. Do you know what I mean? But then it, if for me, if it doesn't listen, listen, if it when doesn't it reflect the energy of 417. If hey, that's it, that's you, that's down, you. When on your on your okay. week on your weeks on your weeks, you can uh, choose that. Um, downvote for that. But yeah, there's um. So yeah, we'll come up to a conclusion and decision together. Hopefully, and just individually. Sometimes, I guess, if you want to do alternately, we'll decide. But um, yeah, we'll hopefully. Nah, cause I like all types of music. Do you know what I mean? I want R and B to be on this playlist as well. So no, you, you only like R and B. Relax. Don't, don't come out here telling people you like all types. No, nah, I like. Well, let relax. I like R and I like R and B. I like rap. That lie has a bold. I like R and B. I like rap. I like um, what's it called? I like Afro beats. I like nights. Because <laughs> I like Afro beats. I like UK. I like UK rap. I like drill. And you only like any of these when they have R and B elements. I just believe in melodies. I believe melodies is essential to music. Um, you don't, whatever. So this is a difference. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah, no. I love. What else am I listening to? I like Bashment as well. I like listening to Bashment. Like <laughs> from Good on the Night is, Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's just certain a, spaces. Yeah, spaces. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call the four seventeen playlist something for a night out. No, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna. Of course, if someone says they want to put like I don't know. Um, what one man, fever. one man or fever? Do you know what I mean? Onto the four seven, <laughs> unless they really connect with it and uh, and give me a good enough reason. Yeah. But nah, um, I'm so just going off. I'm speaking to you in this moment. Nah, but we'll see. You kind of get the energy of what we're talking about from our selections. My selection, my selection process might be a bit different to his, but at the end of the day, it's our starting eleven. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so yeah, who wants to start? Um. And tell us who do you think um, has the better starting eleven as well? Start, uh, starting so starting five, I guess, and then one yeah, person yeah. gets a bonus one. I think yeah, I th- I think what's it called? I think we should go with the the joint selection first. Okay, cool. Um, so our joint selection, you want to introduce it? Um, yeah, briefly, just because. Um, I have one reason as to why it resonated with me. Um, obviously, the song we've chosen is Crack Music, Crack Music by Kanye West. And the game, but yeah. yeah, featuring the game, okay. and like um, ultimately the the choice of this song relates to the fact that it was in our launch video. Now, you Josh, you were very attached to having crack music in the launch video, oh, and yeah. I was kind of, I was on the fence with it, mm. like quite quite late into the process as well. But then I think it was just one moment when I was walking, and it just kind of dawned on me. Especially when I was looking at us as like a media media outlet. Um I I don't feel I need to be that careful in how I say this just because some of the other songs I've chosen will reflect at least how how I feel about us going forward. But the reason why crack music kind of spoke to me eventually at a certain point lies a lot in the last kind of um the speech. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Addiction um, has been America's addiction. Yeah. Um, there were even... People that aren't even black use it. 
you measured it bad, but and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're going to listen to it, so I don't and need to Ultimately, that's just where we're at. Yeah. Um, I think even you just look at a black male identity, this can go beyond like the realm of like hip hop music, black music. Um, we are just in a place where, you know, there's an addiction and the way that's received. Um, I just think, I just think it's time for us to have a say on it. But no matter what, we're going to keep on bagging this, bagging this up. Do you know what I mean? Um, and on another level as well, it just reflects how I feel about our content as well. Um, not necessarily that it's crack, it's bad for you, or like, do you know what I mean? Ultimately, it's just this idea that we're going to keep on bagging that good, that good, good, do you know what I mean? As opposed to something that's weak. Uh, like, for me, I'd always like to think that our our podcasts are hot. Um, Any content that we create, I'd like to think it's hot. I'd like to think it's, it's good. And when we bag it, you want it. And so that's why, I don't know, crack music for me had a lot to say. But I know it was far more for you, Josh. So I just, I think you should share. Oh, yeah. So crack music. Why did I like it? Um, First of all, you have to just listen to like the elements of the song. The beat and especially the, even if you hear the la, 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 like in the background, like, I don't know, the the feeling that he created on that song with the lyrics like it's kind is really really spitting like and he's talking about stuff um on topics that you don't really not that you don't really see him speak about on his new music but i would say in a way in a way for me that it's just like you're 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 talking about everything about who we are as a people our journey as a people and how we've kind of left certain elements of that kind of thing but also understanding the way the movements that we and the strides that we've kind of made to achieving more in different atmospheres so it's like the song for me just really just that everything about it and especially the speech part is just it just connects with me it's like yeah no this 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 right here is like this is like our marching music do you know what i mean it's like this is what i want to march to into into what i'm doing it's like it just it was driving me and it was fueling me so yeah that's why I chose it. Uh, do you want to do you want to start your the personal ones? Do you want to go um, one after the other, or do you want to just yeah, do... yeah, one after the other? But um, I just wanted to take five seconds right now. But yeah, um, yeah, I think you should rock first with yours, just because I'm I, I'm in a place of complete surprise. I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> I, I, th- I think you're just about to say like um the first five songs are reasonable doubt <laughs> okay but, yeah um no 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 so yeah so me i've been recently i've just been going on a jay-z binge i can't lie to you um like reasonable doubt i just listen to it back to back to back like in the gym i'm loving like i love it so much um i'll tell you as well as the other one i'm listening to i think what is in my lifetime is that, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Volume one. Volume one, yeah. So in my lifetime, volume one. So I'm listening to Jay. Yeah, everybody knows about Jay, man. I feel like I don't know how much our generation actually listens to say, his album. What do you mean? You, everyone knows about Jay. No, but like I think people it's like yeah, I don't be everyone, everyone knows about Jay. Like you you know Jay, but like No, 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 you're right. You're not visiting I don't Jay think like people that. are really looking at the yeah. discography. And like that's why I hope people are I hope people that listen 
are gonna like definitely listen to Jay Z and stuff like that because that guy has got bars for days. Yeah. Like the content, the motivation. Like, I, for example, I'm a Drake fan, and one of the biggest things about Drake, not fan, sorry, supporter. <laughs> Let's make that so clear. I'm Why are you be honest with I'm not. I'm not a fan of any man on this planet. <laughs> I am a supporter of people. Of a fan, it means fanatic. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, but <laughs> sorry, you are a fanatic. I am a supporter. So I'm a I'm a Drake supporter. Reason why I like Drake. One of the main reasons is that inspirational, like manifesting what you want out of life, um, and just going and getting it. And I believe, who else? If, if you're gonna put Drake in that category, you have to look. If that's why you like Drake, one of the reasons why you like Drake, you have to go to Jay Z because that is a man that. Anything like is he is he is the embodiment of that Diddy thing. It's like yeah. anything I want, I must get. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. that is G, that is literally Jay Z. He does it with like a different level of cool. But then oh. there's like it's like I just knew like because at first I thought your love for Drake was simply you know his his lover boy antics and his vulnerability it was well you don't okay, you, you don't uh, like to I don't like his to lover boy his vulnerability, vulnerability. But his nah, lover, it's not that I it's not that I don't say he has vulnerability in the lovable aspects um i just don't like the idea that people give drake the vulnerability label especially on like he has a lot of times in his music where he's just complete not vulnerable at all like he just 100%. every time it's like surface it's just like okay cool. i'm not going into that I'm i agree with that. you i guess and i so guess I, I can't call that a vulnerability i guess it started off for me with drake it obviously started off as really vulnerable in a sense of it was more vulnerable than anything else out there I do, um, I do think he started like that as well. So, yeah. but like after a while, not more than anything else. Uh, no, no, no. It was at the time. It was. Let's be um, real. Um, uh, at the time, like, it was. Kanye. Bro, like at the time, Big Sean was dropping. As Kanye says, "Us." was like that was that was that was um. I don't know. For me, it was just really vulnerable. Um, but I would say I haven't really learned anything more about him in terms of in the terms of that way since I don't know nothing more to say I guess yeah. I, no I guess on Scorpion he kind of yeah. talks a bit about his son and like everything he going on there to. but like yeah like, it's like he's answering yeah but I haven't even really even then it's like he's deflecting he's not getting into things and I don't know for me it's like um, when an artist is vulnerable for me that that's when we're getting to work mm. so I, I, it's just I, I do think Drake has been vulnerable before. Um, I can't say it's my favourite Drake music, which is unfortunate and almost like, almost a bit contradictory. Mm. Wait, what's your favourite type of Drake music? <sighs> I hope you don't say the, the pop songs. Cause... No, no. I do have time for a couple of his pop songs, though. Like what? Like, like what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, too, too good, too one dance. Like, he one has dance. serious slaps on um, views. Yeah, he does. But, um... And where else? I I like Nice For What. Um, okay. The... Everything behind it kind of annoys me. The, the I think Drake it's a good really record. That's the Drake I really don't Yeah, it's like for. it's like a pandering kind of... Like it just feels so fake to me. Like uh, he made nice for what, and then you see his last album cover. It's like there's just a bit of a contradiction. How can you? But okay, let me not because 
I'll, I'll kind of yeah. Me, I'm 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 not I'm not the singles Drake guy. I'm, I like the album stuff. I really like Tootsie Slides. Like. Tootsie Slides is not as bad as you think it is. It's, it's actually not that bad. Song. No, because when you actually listen to it, like outside of that era of when it came up, when it came out, like and everybody was like, "Oh, this is corny." It's not actually that corny. Um, but no, yeah, so my it's, first it's song, my first song from Reasonable Doubt, it's the man Jay Z, Sean Carter, um, can't knock the hustle. Um, so yeah, that's my first song, the intro song. Mm. Love it, love it. Um, it was the mood I was in. The reason why I dropped, I liked it and I chose it is because throughout the whole of launch week, it was just how I was feeling. It was just like, no matter what and how I felt and the feelings of anxiety and everything like that I had, dropping what we were about to do and sharing the world, like sharing my dreams with the world. It was just like, the one thing is like, no, you can't knock the hustle, like regardless. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you something? Yeah, what? Because I, I think it's a bad idea that we've not actually traded notes because we could end up with like, one or two of the same. I, I don't could, think I so. could have gone with Can't Knock the Hustle. That's why I'm saying that. Oh, I really? Gone uh, with yeah, that. Yeah. You should have. <laughs> Similar place though. Do you no, know what no, I mean? No, 100%. It's like, no matter what, like, even as I said, like, oh, it's, you're going to kind of see it with the kind of theme where I go, but it's like, even the way I've been thinking in life, it's just like, no, Josh, you really like, Bro, when I tell you I'm so to myself, it's a, like it's a joke. But I was like, oh, you really put this out there? Like you have a podcast out there. Like you have a people know about your thing. And obviously we're like really small right now. We're obviously large in God's eyes. Do you know what I mean? And we're gonna be great in God's eyes and all that. But it's like when you're so small right now, and obviously you're you're kind of like only surrounded by I don't know the environment and the people around you mm. and all those kind of things. It's like the kind of doubts and anxiety and those fears you have. It's like they creep in, but like, and obviously God's the biggest like reason that I'll never, I'll, I'll always have faith, you know what I mean? But I'm saying like, this song, I tap into it because it's just, it always, it's like, no matter what, like, I'm sure like, you know what I mean? Drake started off somewhere that no one, like, no one was really hearing his thing, do you know what I mean? Everybody starts off from, you have to start off from somewhere. So one thing you can't do is just keep on hustling and no, no you can't knock that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody can say whatever they want about you, whatever they, whatever they want about what you're doing, but nobody can knock what you're like. You're striving to do something big, like greater than yourself. Do you know what I mean? And I, I like that. That's that's why I chose this song. Yeah. Um. I also I also have a lot of time for people who are like rapidly rapping, and Jay Z is probably to me the best rapper. He's just so good. He's just so good nah, at he rapping. Is, he is. He is. Like, he is. I don't know who I would say is better at rapping than Jay Z. But cool, um, there's obviously that's you, open to debate. Kendrick, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't just just because of how good Jay Z is at rapping, just rapping like doing the whole words thing. I think Jay Z is the best at that. I don't think anyone's better than Jay Z at the words thing. Um, that it's even just how he does it and how he mixes it with his flow as well. Um, and he's got that bar on "Can't Knock the Hustle" where he's like, "I'm making short-term goals," and then he's like talking about putting the ice away. And it's just the way he flows it no, as no, well. No, no, it's just no. different. But like, very cold. Very, very cold. That's why I said I could have put it on mine because it's like, it, I'm, we're in that place now where it's like, we've spoken about vision in the past, but now we're breaking it down and it's like, we're making short-term goals. And that's why yeah. like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a good song to have on the playlist to start with. Yeah. Cool. It's your turn. Yeah, cool. You said like two things. Um, and I don't know which one I want to piggyback on. Um... I'm going to piggyback on the the fear aspect of it. 
just because um because i said it to you as well and this is why like maybe we should have spoken about it beforehand i don't know we'll see but um it's like it was the moment we were posting it and i was like oh like i get it now (laughs) it was um (laughs) the song i'm going with um my first entry is dreams and nightmares meek mill okay understandably naturally Mm -hmm. just because the moment i got it's like and I, I even want to find the bars. I find that for like a lot of the songs um, that I had in my selection, just like one specific bar that kind of demonstrated the reason why. And yeah, maybe it goes, not goes without saying, but just because I keep on saying bar, I, I did choose all rap songs, I'll be honest. I um, chose two R&B, by the way. Fair enough. But for me, it's just, just because of the energy that is on. Obviously, I'll I'll vary it up. It'll be different. Like, and again, that's why I'm saying like it's not necessarily a reflection of my specific musical tastes. It's just this is this is the energy. All of these songs are the energy right now. I could have gone with a lot of different kind of, especially based on like what's my favorite. I could have made different choices, but um, the the bar I was referring to, um, that kind of closely relates to it is um it's quite early on he just simply says seen my dreams unfold nightmares come true they happen at the same time Do you know right, what I mean? right right your dreams and your nightmares they, they they're simultaneous mm. it's like everything you dream of um comes with everything you fear and it's that's that's why this song um amidst all the ideas of like hustling and struggling and trying to make it and then you're on your grind and then you got what you deserve and that being the best moment in hip-hop history like that's every reason why dreams and nightmares is on the initial inauguration into the starting 11 of the 470 playlist yeah no i can understand why you chose it um definitely um but yeah it's just like that idea of the everything you feared it does come out like do you know what I mean? Do you know how much it is to like how much we planned everything we're doing like beyond beyond just podcasting? Like, it's like you're sharing your like literally like your work. Yeah, it's man. like do you know what I mean? It's like imagine it's someone's so take sharing their your you know what I mean naked yeah, exactly. That's so how you naked. feel. It's like you're naked. It's like you're sharing so much, and obviously it's like everybody else is looking at you. Like you feel like everybody's just watching you. Like oh like <laughs> like this is what, oh this is this is this is what you do. Like oh this is what you've been doing yeah. kind of thing. And it's obviously like. At the start, you know what I mean. I feel like I've even been, I've even been thinking about it. At the start, there's two points of um. Actually, should I save this for my one? But yeah, there's two. Uh, I'll just say it. there's two parts. There's two parts of um. How I've been kind of feeling, and it's like about the about this journey and all this stuff. Like you know, when J Cole was saying all that stuff, like there's beauty in the struggle and all this stuff. Yeah. I feel like the two loneliest and scariest parts of any journey when it comes to like achieving things and stuff like that is like this stage right now where it's like you're not sure if it's going to connect yet you know what i mean you you have faith it's going to connect not that you're not sure but like is that you're just living in the fact that it's not connected yet do you know what i mean yeah. there's no traction to it yet um like you know what i mean like when i'm sure like if you've seen you've probably seen the video of like you're travis setting scott. me off man you're setting me <laughs> off for my next one like. yeah, you know the one where like travis scott has got like 20 fans at his at a show and then you see it like expand later to like three years down the line when he's doing that to like 
tens of thousands of people like do you know what i mean like yeah. it's crazy that kind of so that there's two levels of like it's like that thing where you just by yourself and you're like you just deepen it. it's like everybody knows you what you're doing now everybody around you know your inner circle in around you the people didn't know what you were doing and you're like the things that you cared about are like they're seeing it but it hasn't hit the traction yet so you feel a bit lonely in that sense that i feel like that's a very lonely part of the journey but like after as well when you get to that success i feel like the reason why a lot of people are struggle struggle with it and obviously a lot yeah. of artists especially is because like you feel lonely just as lonely in that success because there's not many people that you can connect with in a sense of that you've achieved that and obviously the biggest the best part is i'm get the i think worse still actually is that you're lonely to get there mm. in in some sense but yeah i feel like the the i feel like the um, biggest thing is obviously keeping god by his side and obviously finding those people that are there for you throughout the journey and pushing you throughout the journey and like showing you real love do you know what i mean because there are those people and even in the small things that you do you start to see what that um what the real support and the real caring about what you're doing like you, those people they just naturally show themselves yeah like the plot the part that everybody wants to be a part of the ride for is the come up do you know what i mean is when you're gaining traction when you're starting to get successful do you know what i mean all that kind of stuff like when the success is just like oh like he's doing that again 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 do you know what i mean but you know mm. it's i don't feel like that not many people are praying for you when you're when you're at this stage but not many people are praying for you when you're winning either as drake says on his on on clb mm. but yeah so the next one i feel like i wanted to do um yeah let me even go to my thing the next one oh, i do see i'm a fan of braggadocious rap like I'm yeah. a fan of braggadocious rap. Um, I won't lie. Um, Jay Z again is gonna probably come up. <laughs> um, but let me go. Let me let me just um go Drake now quickly before I go back to Jay Z. So Drake, yeah, Paris Morton music. Um, it's it that that's that Drake that's like it's kind of like reflective, talking about it's not Paris Morton more music two. It's Paris Morton music one. So it's like the one on Care Package. And the reason why I like that one is because it was meant to be on Aston Martin music. It was meant to be his verse on Aston Martin music, but I don't know why it got taken off. I actually should have researched that. But yeah, um, it was meant to be on Aston Martin music, and he's kind of talking about um his goals, but like the fact that he's reaching some of them, but like he hasn't even hit the heights that he's he wanted to reach. And I even like when you just compare that, like where someone like him, he like him. He, where he was at that point and where he is now obviously it's, it's just inspirational but the part i like is um obviously he keeps on singing like i would have came back for you kind of thing it's like never losing who you are in your journey of life kind of trying to attain success it's like how he felt like this woman would have um not moved on but like he keeps singing about like or like how he would have came back for her um and all this kind of stuff um but like how you can almost get lost in all of that the journey you're trying to go down and all that kind of stuff so yeah i just like it just i like it because it's like it's inspirational but it also reminds me to always no matter what and this one should be for anybody like you should stay true to who you are no matter what and also always acknowledge the people that are there for you um throughout every part of the journey do you know what i mean right right um yeah so your turn um yeah 
Okay, I'm gonna do the 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 other side to which you are kind of triggering. That's God breathed Kanye West. Um, this is actually just probably the most se uh second most second most personally like this is just in rotation for me in terms of um just supporting where I'm at. I said I'd mention a bar. There's no other bar I need to mention than I know God breathed on this. Mm. There's something about that being repeated in my ears. Like, I don't need to say too much on it. Mm. It's just, no, I, I know God breathed on yeah, this. Yeah, no, 100%. And like, when we're making this and we're doing it, and it was even that thing we were saying about the vulnerability, like you feel naked and like, not that it's cool, but if you're naked, right, yeah, humor me. If you're standing naked outside for some reason, like say something like, I, I don't know why there'd be a sufficient reason for mm. you to be like, but cool. You're standing naked outside and then somebody looks at you. This is going bad. This is going, this is going bad. I, 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 am, I am losing the analogy. <laughs> I am losing the analogy. Uh, I know, I'm going to go through with it because it's begun. Oh, but no. Cool. <laughs> if it needs to get chopped out, it'll get chopped. Calm. But cool. Um, if they look at you and the look um, lingers or like they look at you like, that's one thing. If somebody looks at you and then they go, they kind of look away. That's horrible. And I feel like that's um, almost... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want neither, but... But I'm saying that's yeah, but no, but I say the one when you look away from like, you is like, like when you're showing like the true, the bareness of what you're doing and like yeah. the authentic authenticness of like what you're actually doing. I get what you're saying, and like, it's like kind of like getting scrolled past, like oh, people aren't really acknowledging what we're trying to do. Mm. That kind of thing is the the similarity between someone kind of just looking at you, bearing yourself, and uh, yeah, like, like kind of just. Looking away, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not interested. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And that's that's a pain. Yeah. But um, honestly, the, the only rep like the only kind of response you can have to that is that I know God breathed on this, and I, I feel like that's just carrying me through life. So yeah, that's no, that's, good. that's my it's second good, one. Good faith to have. Um, cool. So before I get into my R and B choices, I think I'll just go finish off with um with i don't know jay again on in my lifetime volume one i think yeah um okay it was a toss-up i'll be real it was it was a there were so many jay songs no like, honorable mentions please there was <laughs> there were so many songs it could have been um And I feel like, okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be authentic here. Do you know what I mean? Why not be authentic? Let me be vulnerable on the show. Um, <laughs> um, no, I was thinking about, obviously, when you launch, like, if you look at, when you launch and when you, like, do something that you care about and your the the support isn't feeling, the say, the support support from certain people in your life that you might care about doesn't feel the same way you once imagined it being you might get into a mindset of like, I was getting into that love all mindset in, on the Drake tape on um, CLB. I don't frequent that album. Okay, so, so it's like, maybe. it's like, it's like, it's when he's saying stuff like, um, so Drake says um, stuff like, um, 
Drake says, "Oh yeah, some of my so like some of my niggas don't love me. We should um have uh, we should you know what I mean? We should talk it out before shit gets ugly." Um, I'm not. This is not me adding anybody. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just <laughs> it's, it's just more of a thing of like it's just it's just a mindset thing of like oh like but you can't expect things from like everybody shows support and love for you in a different way that's what i also had to learn so that's why i didn't want to use this one too much but it's just a vulnerable feeling of like oh how you how i did feel on the on launch week and everything like that i mean you have i would rather be for you guys to connect with this i feel like aaron and i first both spoke about us being vulnerable about how we felt kind of thing and yeah so obviously and then jake says uh, no jay says stuff like um um he says what did he say he said like oh yeah the best thing oh, i could the best, about, the best um, thing i could dame, do is not huh? what is this the song when he's talking about dame well allegedly we don't know that for, for oh, sure okay. but it's like the best thing i can do is not um it's not build with you when I could destroy you. That could take some effort. Just not saying I can't. I can't do that right now. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. and it's like those kind of bars is just like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, those kind of bars are just like it's like you feel a bit. You're trying to find who's the sort out the real from the fake and everything you do, and like who's really there for you, who's really going to be there from um um from with you like throughout it all, and um. Yeah, no, that was just how I felt at the time. But I'm not going to put that on because I felt like I'm still on the journey of discovering who I am and who my, who who is really there and all those kind of things. Cool, so uh, what are you placing this? So what I'm going to put on is Imaginary Players by Jay-Z on <laughs> In My Lifetime, Volume 1. Yeah, um, so it. I don't know. I just love the idea of, like, facade. Like, the, the facade, <laughs> like, it's just too, like, I find that something like a that's like a comedy track to me. Like him just mocking. He's actually not in the nineties. He's mocking what it still is today. It's like everybody's trying to create some image of themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So everything like everybody's trying to act like they're like Bill Gates or they're doing they're making silly 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 money silly moves or those kind of thing like that. It's just not real. Do you know what I mean? But the thing I liked about um, Jay is obviously he's rapping about how he is the real deal. Do you know what I mean? About in you know, everything he's doing, and that, I just like that energy. It's just that I told you I like braggadocious rap. It's motivated. It's, it inspires me. Yeah. See, so yeah, that's my choice in my life. Um, what's it called? Imaginary players. That's your third song. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, my third song. Um, this is the one that was the toss up for the one I'd say is again very personally affecting me. Um, it's Changes by Tupac. This song, um, when I was like 11, 12, yeah, that, that's like my favorite song. It was my favorite song, Changes by Tupac. Tupac was my favorite artist. Um, he was just... I prefer Biggie. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? At that time. Then, if I'm being honest, no, but that's just because I like Biggie's flow. It's just, yeah. just ridiculous. But I yeah. just liked what Tupac was saying. No, of course, of course, of course. Um, it makes a lot of sense. I reached a place where I fell out of love with Tupac. Um, where? If I'm being honest, I just didn't think he was that great. Um, I found him a bit simple. I found him just because of again, in comparison to his time as well. Yeah, no, no, not not in comparison to his time, but that's that's exactly what it is. It's just like the times changing. Um, Obviously, I've started listening to Kendrick as well at a certain point, and it's just like 
here's Tupac and here's someone who's building on top of that for me. So it's like, cool. Maybe that's a hot take, but yeah. So what you're basically saying is Kendrick is better than Tupac. That's what you said. So anybody that disagrees with him, please come for him. I, I, don't, Aaron, I don't mind it. Aaron said that. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm willing to fight my corner. But um, no. Changes. Changes. I came back to changes. I don't know how, actually. Actually, I do. Um, I just heard it on the radio. And it was just like the words were just hitting me. It's just incredible, like, what he's saying when you actually take it in. Um even the emotion of it i i just think he's doing so much there that i i'm very wrong to call him simple essentially is what i'm saying um and then where where for example i'm going to take the one bar just to speak on what it is is this this line where he's saying it takes skill to be real and time to heal time to heal each other um it's because he's rushed over it and like you never really take it in and this is when i'm gonna say the application to 417 definitely comes in it takes skill to be real and time to heal each other i feel like um the reason why we don't have any kind of platforms that are about being real about healing one another is because it takes skill and it takes time and we live in a time where you want things to be quick and you don't really want to work on stuff Mm, but we we as a people can only heal when we give it the time and when we actually work on developing the skills that are necessary um even if you consider emotional maturity emotional intelligence how you deal with people um learning things unlearning things that we know is it's going to take skill skill in handling one another skill in um how you handle situations because even if you look at um the the kind of negative situations that we're always kind of hearing about in in your more impoverished communities um or where you know gang gang activity is involved, or any kind of situation where people have made certain choices um, of vengeance, those are high pressure situations. Um, life or death, and that's really high pressure, and it it's going to take people's skill to come out come out of that. It's going to take our skill to come past these situations that we find ourselves in as a people. And those are skills that we need to spend time learning. They're skills of the mind that we're going to have to spend time learning and developing. And that's actually why I feel we exist as well as a platform. That's why we're speaking. 100%. And so that's on like a more broader level. But for me, um, there's a there's a kind of like a breakdown in the song. And Tupac just says, it's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat. Let's change the way we live. Let's change the way we treat each other. Um... Yeah, he also then goes on to say the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we've got to do to survive. And for me, it's like the song is just very sad. So obviously he's saying the three changes we need to make, change the way we eat, the way we live, the way we treat each other. 
those are three things that I kind of want to dedicate my life to making sure we can change. Change the way we eat uh, in terms of like, for me, that's how we make money. Um, he has another line on the song where um, he kind of finishes every verse in a kind of similar vein. He says, um, selling crack to the kids, um, but I've got to get paid. And he said, hey, that's the way it is. And it's like, there are things that we do to get paid in this life. Um, we've kind of touched on these kind of ideas before. And it's like, for me, they're just wrong. We need to change the way we make money. Um, us as a media company, we need to change the way we make, change the way we eat. There are certain things we can't continue to sell. Um, and I feel like we might touch on that today. We may touch that in a later episode. There are things we need to stop selling. There are ways we need to stop eating. Um, the way we live, I don't think we pursue life as if we are actually living beings that beyond just this physical realm. I feel like often we're just pursuing money, things we can have, um, things we can do, um, things we can show. And it's like, that doesn't do anything for our souls. I think we do need to change the way we live, change the way we view our relationships, change the way we treat each other. Um, that's us that's what we're talking about in terms of brotherhood and the fraternity that we need to build and so yeah i just think changes for me um again starting 11 i think it it makes a good spot that's that's your center back do you know what i mean <clears throat> yeah for sure if that's your center back what is this these two are going to be like not too what's the least essential players on the pitch left back <laughs> okay mm, yeah, let's let's just say let's just say these are our wing back positions cause no, no disrespect because Arnold is probably the best player in Liverpool but like um, yeah so this is this is the um, this is the wing back position actually wait are wingers are yeah, wing- yeah, yeah we're gonna have to retract that one still because Arnold um, probably is gonna sit with us one day and like okay <laughs> yeah so anyway these are these are the two um, for me these just these just less about 417 for me this is just more about a personal opinion of like music I really like right now. So yeah, um, my R&B picks are, my last one is going to be, my last, wait, my second from last one actually, is going to be the WFM track um, by this guy called Realist K. It was all over TikTok. Um, I know you hate TikTok. You lost me. Never. <laughs> But um, I just liked it because obviously, like they were using it for, uh, they were using it for like a oh yeah, like glow ups, I think. Um, but for me, it was more about the reason why I connect with it. I just feel like a lot of people have a weird understanding of relationships. Again, um, in my mind, it's just uh, no, in my mind, it's just like the understanding that many people hold about a relationship or what it takes to be with someone truly is very tainted and twisted by social media perception even the entertainment industry what they sell you um the image that they the image that you buy into um it just resonated with my a more realistic understanding of it of what a relationship is because not even a relationship, but just like, can you wait for somebody, do you know what I mean, to become the best version of themselves or help them through that? Because I feel like everybody wants a perfect... Loaded. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like everybody else wants a perfect... um, A perfect partner. 
someone that's already ready, like someone that fit, fits everything that you feel like they need to be at that point in time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really liked that song just because of what it was saying. And the song's really good. He's really good. Um, It's really it's just talented. It sounds a bit different to other things that are out there. So yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So about you, what's your next one? Um, My next song selection is Dedication by Nipsey Hussle. Um, God rest his soul. Mm. Um, it's not for me to speak on, but gone too soon, man. It's sad to see people go who are building something for real and setting an example that Big needs to be followed. You know I feel I mean? like he's one of the biggest inspirations for 417. I'll be so real. For yeah. me, for me, a person like even no, 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 yeah, I, I'm just gonna agree. There's mm. no need to not, yeah, um, because <laughs> yeah, he is actually just embodying a lot of the energy of 417, bridging the whole even as an artist, then as just like, as a hustler, mm. as someone who, <sighs> I could sit here, we could talk about so many different Nipsey songs. We could talk about Ocean Views, we could talk about Loaded Bases. Mm. We could talk about, oh, so um, let's say that, my life. If you want to use it another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but cool. I went with dedication. I even got it in my very inactive Twitter account bio. Um, the bar, he says, this is anti-hesitation. And that's just how I felt when we were loading, like, loading this up. Um, this We're in a space where it's just, this is just go time, like, anti-hesitation. Like, what are you hesitating for? Well, what's that about? Because I just, we spoke about how I said, um, we know God breathed on this. So that's just mm. the space we're in now. It's anti-hesitation. And, um... It's just some of the stuff he's saying. Um, I think he demonstrates also again how he is actually a really, really good rapper, very talented guy. Um, but ultimately, he also asks a few questions: How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meets preparation? And these are questions mm. that just filter through in my mind. It's just like, when did Nipsey mm, get the big? Because you know Nipsey's been rapping for a while, a while. Like, a while. Like he was rapping for what? When did he get the first, the big like break? Was big. it? Was it that? It depends on how you describe that, though. Because for me, when he became it would main be victory lap, yeah, victory lap. That's what I said, and that's, and that's like, is yeah, so yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? What I mean? So, and he'd been rapping for time. Yeah, and obviously, I, li- I listened to a lot of his older stuff as well. The Slaughter Nav. Mm. Um. The um. He has a couple different. Oh, I forgot what they're called. EPs. Yeah, he has a couple of different EPs, but like um the names. It's like he has it's not a series, but it's um I'm gonna have to check. But ultimately that he's just been working. And that's that's what it that's what I wanna I'm not saying I'm choosing dedication because I feel like we've been working so hard. Um I think we've got so many gears we can get into. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, we have been working on this. No, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying there are still gears, yeah, and yeah. I think that's what dedication is about. And I want to, it, for me, this song dedication is far more. I want to know dedication, like mm, yeah, for sure, and I want to keep knowing it because I think even the steps we're taking towards this, we're, you know, we're going for it kind of thing, and we're showing dedication. But dedication isn't a one day thing. It's not. Yeah, we were dedicated that day when we, the day we dropped. No, like dedication is 
hard work plus patience. And that doesn't stop. So yeah, dedication for me. It's my fourth choice. Definitely. Um, I need to listen to this album a bit more. There's probably songs I'm missing. Probably songs I might put on later. But one one thing I'm list, I'm really liking right now. The my favorite song on the album right now is the first song on Summer Walker's album, and that is um, "Bitter." Yeah, nah, I'm really um. I didn't love that on first listen. I'll be honest. I did, and because it was everything <laughs> you said about do you feel like Drake didn't do on um, what's it called on CLB is everything I feel like she did on this album and right. everything I feel like she does on on the track it's just I just it's just it's really you're speaking just raw that raw like the real stuff do you know what I mean it's like it's very hard for an artist for me to be speaking about to speak even hard for me do you know what I mean I'm not an artist, but it's hard for an artist to speak on what's going on in your life. And when, even when, <coughs> even when it plays out in front of the whole world, I, even like, do you know what I mean? Do you know how hard it is for you to even continue to speak on that? And the way she did, the way the song goes, that the singing, um, just how she feels as well. I would say, um, yeah, no, it's just like, as I said, it's a very um interesting span of like, the whole album is a very interesting span of her feelings and emotions. Mm. And I would say that, no, this one's just, I just, the bit is just like, it's just, I just like the vulnerability of it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I take feel like it's it's really, it's a brave song. No, perhaps I need to listen to it again. I just feel like she's being brave in her music. And it's something that I don't think I've heard on R&B since Confessions. What? real vulnerability like that's not okay about your life um that's not okay vulnerability to that level where you're really talking about listen to sunderson sun hey sunderson is amazing but that's not fair but it's vague it's vague it's vague that's not fair sunderson is vague that is not fair it's vague but to be fair i can't i can't blame brent for not allow for not us not knowing with the drama in his life do you know what i mean i think i I think he's being vulnerable on something. Okay, no, but I'm saying at the end of the day, like, it's what Summer's doing is like, you've gone through something very, very painful and wild and you're talking to people about it um, vulnerable, like, on the track that everybody knows about. Like, even the stuff that happened to her, I'm sure it's embarrassing, do you know what I mean? There's enough yeah. for you to speak about your pain on that level. It's like, everybody knew about when Asha was going through his thing with, um, let's see, it was Chili. I think it's Chili. If I got that wrong, I thought you meant the temperature of the room. No, but I'm saying chili. Like that's what that's why I said mm. like that confessions because it's very very fun. Sunderson is amazing. Don't get me wrong; it's probably one of my favorite R and B albums ever. That is vulnerable. Um, I would say it is in a sense that, but it's in the same. Can I say it's more vulnerable? Is it? Is the vulnerability yeah, uh, different you to... You can definitely say Summer's album is more vulnerable. Yeah, no, it's just, just more vulnerable. Um, um, Sunderson's just like a level of vulnerability above Trap Soul. It's uh, a level above. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Think about... And Brent and Bryson talks about... I mean, Bryson's more vulnerable on his... Um, uh, I don't know what's called. 
I think he's quite vulnerable on that as well. I, I think Bryson is quite vulnerable. But yeah, okay, fine. No, level above, level above. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Sunder Sun. Um, what was I going to say? The first song is the most vulnerable song to me. On Sunder Sun. Really? When he's when he's saying what when he's talking about his mum. Yeah, but that's beautiful. And that, okay, that, that's the thing I wanted beautiful. to say. Um, oh, oh, and I do love no, but that's not vulnerability. I love um first world problems and nobody cares because it's true. Everything he's saying is just facts. It's factual. Yeah, yeah. But it's just it's not vulnerable. Um, don't vulnerability. say it's not vulnerability. Is it? Is it really vulnerability? Um, I don't want to repeat this bar again. I've already said because that we can have, before. but we it's, it's exactly what we spoke about. In my opinion, it's the same thing. Like we we're, we're not trying to be. It's not like, of course, you want to teach lessons, and that's what he's teaching. Like, you want to teach lessons in how we speak, but we want to also the reason why we're trying to act, add aspects to what we're saying about maybe our own personal life is because we're trying to be vulnerable. To you add, don't to think add, about the verses to add to add a layer to it. Um, I feel like on this track, he's not being vulnerable in the verses. In the verses, okay, we can Seriously. go into the verses. We can go into the verses because I don't mind. I've got, I've got I've got time for you. <laughs> Do they? Uh, no, but he's like. Every day I come late, I wash my clothes in the same sink. I don't give a damn what they think, as long as I'm. As long as I Okay, yeah, but the thing is, um, no, of course, because I didn't. But then again, it's like it, it's a struggle to. I want to be careful in how I say this, but um, you know when you read the Psalms of David, don't relax, and... <laughs> don't relax, don't relax about where no, you're no, going with hear that. Hear me out when I say this. You know when somebody is encouraging themselves yeah um i think there's a similar energy in that verse yeah i'm so where sorry it goes it's, next. it's nice and vulnerable because all that glitters ain't gold all that all that shines bright isn't a diamond do you know what i mean it's it's not so much preaching as it is him telling himself that and i think it's something he needs to tell himself because he wanted to go out to la see this big city and it's not everything it cracked up to be do you know what I mean uh, and when he says underneath they're, they're like they're niggas starving impoverished I think he's teaching he's teaching I don't he's I teaching. think he's seeing it and he's feeling it he's as well he's teaching he's teaching I don't know he is teaching right now I don't he's teaching on that song that's not I, I think that's, that's he feels that I think he does feel it I he think feels he feels mm, yeah not, I think it, not, okay, like, not like looking at it from afar okay cool but cool. Like, he's feeling yeah, but, that in okay, his soul but like what we're doing, what we're doing is we understood that when we were speaking in some of the episodes, we felt like we were, it's everything we feel. We feel, we feel, we, it, no, but no, at no, the same time, we, we tried to, no, right? no, but we tried to choose. I, if I could hit the note, I would do it right now. <laughs> if I, <laughs> no, but we chose, we, on, uh, the episode, on, the, on the episodes, we chose to speak about stuff that we feel. But what did we say that we felt like we needed to do to, to allow people to really, really connect with it? It's less preaching more less preaching and teaching more being vulnerable of how we actually feel that's why i shared the level thing do you know what i mean it's because i wanted to, people to understand or even how i felt about certain moments in the um, launch and stuff like that because at the same time i can be i can come here and pretend and give this facade which works and it's like very surface of and i'm still talking about stuff that to other people is really deep and to me is deep but at the same time i feel like being what's embedded yeah, exactly. Being raw with how your own things, that your own feelings and your own, your true feelings about how you personally feel about not overarching topics, but things that are going on in your life. I feel like Summer did that. And uh, 
That's what I'm saying. I didn't say he's my favorite. I didn't say he's my this, favorite because this, I mean, Sunderson is fair. Like, Sunderson is one of my favorites. Um, the next bit. Um, if I told you I was down and out. Whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, but that's he's being very honest about his situation. A lot of people he went to LA and like he's not telling us um what's it called? That um oh yeah, like I'm just living my dreams, it's going so well. Of course, but that's still that's still like um count is overdrawn doing sessions in the valley every other night. Come on, like Okay, but I just feel like what's the thrill, bro? The weekend's done that. The weekend's done like, that. The weekend's done that. Let's be real. What's the song where it's like, uh, on, what's it called? That's not fair. Um, when he's that's like me fair. and me and Lamar would rub him for his Jordans just to give these. Um, what well, he says talks about how he was homeless and all this stuff like. But that's a reflection. That's a reflection. I don't think that's the same thing. When the weekend was drop, um, doing House of Balloons and all of this, like, what was he doing? But he was. He it's was, not. It's not was, the same thing. Was, no, but he's talking about now, that was so, more about sex and drugs, there. Yeah, Son, Sonderson is on the rise of. Um, he, he doesn't know what's happening next after this. Really and truly, if we're being honest. Nah, he knew, bro. He had already. Uh, yes, he did. He had dropped what well, AM Paradox. He had definitely dropped that. Yeah, yeah. So he definitely knew he was going to be successful at that point. He uh, understood. you don't know. Nah, no, 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 no. Brent, Brent, Brent knew that he was. Even still. My point is that it's more. He had dropped no one knows, and he think he didn't know he was gonna blow. <laughs> Please, <laughs> please. Now nah, I think he's more attached to the moment though, uh, and like he's way closer to that situation. And even then, it all you know is um, that he's um, that he's dropped a, a hot song. Um, a story to be told is yeah, you may have heard it. Like um, I shouldn't forget his name. It is no Clark who wrote um, Kid Hood. Yeah. Yeah. He went I to think... the BAFTAs in a borrowed suit. That was completely broke. Do you know what I mean? It, it, like, everything is not what it seems. So, um, yeah, to say uh, he didn't know whether he was going to make, like, he knew or he didn't know, like, that's not for you to say. And it's like, it's not even a situation that's um, guaranteed. And like you're not, you, you're never gonna be completely aware as to what's actually going on behind the scenes. And I think he does that on Sonderson. But fine, you can say Sonderson's album is more vulnerable because she's going through more. Um, I think Frank's a really vulnerable artist as well, but you've not given him that courtesy. Oh gosh, uh, let me not say it. <laughs> Listen, that he's good. He's good. He's talented. Just not my personal preference. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, like the, the the singing is just. It's just not like his style. I of, think it's good. He's, he's not, I really understand why people like Even him. It's just not for me. That the music is just not for me. Like I like a different type of singer personally. I think it's just taste, like preference. But he's talented for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's writing all your hits, so. Um, let's relax let's relax party next door <laughs> it's right of course yeah bye bye but yeah my final song yes sir high power Kendrick Lamar um you knew what's coming yeah right, you know what I mean? oh gosh I thought we were really gonna get away from this <laughs> <laughs> you knew what was coming to be fair Kendrick's on dedication so that's like a double feature cool um no high power Kendrick Lamar 
Um, if 417 isn't high power, then I don't know what 417 is, and we'll have a discussion. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, he essentially just—he's just talking that talk, man. Um, this is Fred Hansen on your campus, man. This is Bobby Seal giving meals. It, like, oh come on! Like you know it is—you know it's the energy. Um, one of the main bars again that I'd go back to is when he says, um. My issue isn't televised, and you ain't got to tell the wise how to stay on beat because our life's an instrumental. We're in a place with what we're doing here where, and I'm really happy that this is the final song that we're talking on, the 11th, you know, the the guy up top, because um, I I think it will lead nicely into what we're going to be chatting about more today. But, this isn't televised. It's not hot anymore. Do you know what I mean? This high power talk. It's not um, necessarily what's being pushed to the forefront of our media. Of what we see. So yeah, the issue isn't televised. But um, if you're wise and you're clued up or, you know, what's kind of replaced that, if you're woke, um, you don't have to tell, you don't need to be told about issues and stuff because it's in your life. Like your life's the instrumental. You don't have a say. You it's like you're you're being silent. So like your life kind of is being defined almost by the I don't want to just say by oppression, but by the situation. And I, I do feel like that's exactly what takes us into this topic today. Um where I do feel for some reason or another, um, we as black people are kind of taking ourselves away, trying to work hard to divorce ourselves from the idea of the black struggle. And I don't mean that just to say we're trying to come out, take ourselves away from struggling and struggle situations. But I mean, we are trying to divorce our identity from black struggle for better or for worse. And that's something to be spoken on because I don't think you can disagree that our lives are somewhat instrumental. Um, You don't get a say. Like, there is a lot that just happens by and by and you're subject to it. And I feel like that's just the situation we find ourselves in. And um, that's why I think the question is, why are we so tired of this, you know, the fight? Um, why, are we fi- why are we tired of the fight? Um, in a lot, when it comes to... Well, that's like a very layered question. First of all, the identification of you being part of a group that is struggling and realizing that is not an easy one to come to grips with, especially when you've grown up especially from zero to, let's say zero to um, your teenage years, 
when or when you've before you really start picking like the pieces of the puzzle together like oh no i'm treated different to this person i'm treated different to that person let's be real that is before your teenage years okay yeah of course but i'm saying like before you even pick up on of course as you get older you know you even pick up on microaggressions a bit more now do you know what i mean but um before understanding truly that you get you're you're treated different of course it's before your teenagers but like before you start realizing that oh like no i'm actually different than everybody else kind of thing or like my i'm part of a group that's treated differently than the, the rest of the world um that's not easy like it's not easy to to recognize and like identify with because it's like what you have to understand is what the world is telling me is that i'm less than and fighting the like idea of the struggle of like fighting like moving away from that concept or like understanding or realizing it or reckon or just even just recognizing it makes you feel like it's less real it can help you feel in, in like it's less real a lot of black people like to live in the delusion of of that race doesn't so, yeah a lot of black people like to live in the delusion of like race of race not mattering that much like when people it's like almost the same delusion of people the people that say i don't see color it's like it's a nice thing to say i guess if you like not even a nice thing to say but you know what i mean it's it's <laughs> like it's like oh i get I, I i get why you thought it was a nice thing to say but yeah it, it's just so inauthentic and just so false like so, such a pretense that you're you're hiding and you're hiding behind that it just why why are you even saying it do you know what i mean yeah. um i see a lot on um social media platforms every time there's an um, argument between a white and a black person it's like why are you bringing why or even some black people some black people are like um other black people it's like why you guys have always got to bring race into it like we they're, they're never left <laughs> yeah do you never know what i mean left. do you know what i mean like how can you we can't you can't ever say that like the stuff like these kind of sentences and these kind of thoughts you can't how does it even come out of your mouth when you realize what the reality of this world is like we need to stop pretending and bury our head in the sand that's why in my opinion there was no change for a very long period of time you guys saw the um a black um man going to the white house and you thought oh, okay cool we're on this we're on the same level playing field like no oh, well, we're not touching this no because it's it just changes. it's 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 a joke um and as you even speak about it, it's like since um or civil rights a lot of people i feel like there was just a low period of like okay cool like we have we have rights now so what we're gonna do is we have certain rights now so what 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 we're gonna do is um everybody's kind of like it's just for self for self back then it's like because no there was no idea of self there was barely any people that had that um an identity that was just in themselves unless like you were really like even if you were like a famous singer or something like that, you still were oppressed. Do you know what I mean? Or if, even if you were like just one of the lucky, do you know what I mean? People, you were still oppressed. So in the same sense, it's just, I think like there was a, in my opinion, there was, a, there's been a very l long lull period in when it comes to black people and trying to push forward and advance our race, our, our people to actually achieve a true equality because everybody thought okay cool like 
we've got we've we've, we've got rights. You know what I mean? Like we've got basic human rights. We've got the rights, the basic human rights to the to the naked eye. Do you know what I mean? But it's like okay, cool. Every, we're 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 equal. There's equality. Do you know what I mean? Um, but as you saw, it took what us to get to um some George Floyd dying for everybody to start saying, oh no, this this isn't right. We must change this. Do you know what I mean? It's like you think this. You think this just started happening again? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, this is this is a reality for a lot of black people. Yeah, on a di- do you know what I mean? It's been happening. It's it's a reality for a lot of black people. Like, what's it called? The whole sentence, like, racism is just is not hasn't just started. What's it called? It's just being filmed caught on camera now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I'm butchered that quote, but yeah. Um, it's in my I opinion. Go back to what you were saying, though. Um, um yeah, sorry. The whole idea of placeholders or figures like such as Barack Obama making us think that we yeah, have equality we have a certain level of equality and the struggles over is is very a pretentious one. It's one that we shouldn't have nobody should ever feel like, yeah, no, it's over now because it's not just it's it's, it's in fact it's completely the opposite because how can a black man be in in office and running the most powerful country in the world to the point where they're now that a black man can still get killed in the street for doing you know I, mean? I brought it up I, I failed to mention the bar when I was talking about changes but Tupac says um, although it seems heaven sent we're not ready to see a black president like it may seem like it was like the best thing like yes was the campaign yes we can or no, no, I was, I was inspired. I was like, oh no, no, yeah, like no. the campaign, like the yeah, boys. yeah, yes, we, I think yes, we can, yeah, yes, yeah. we can, yeah, yeah, we can. Um, we can is a statement that offers hope, and that was the whole idea, hope. Um, but something needs to come after that, and I think even as you were saying, the low period after civil rights. Um, you had that that phrase that came up from civil rights being I'm sick or tired of being sick and tired. Um, the issue with the children of people who are sick or tired of being sick and tired is that they're sick or tired of being sick or tired of being sick and tired. And I think the result of that is let's just separate ourselves from these issues. I don't want to think about this anymore. And it's like I don't think we weren't aware that those things were happening um, before George Floyd was killed. But you're just not really trying to pay attention to it. You're just really and truly just trying to get on. Mm. It's like, ugh. I would say one thing. And that's why it was nice everything that happened, like coming together, all the protests and stuff like that. But in my opinion, a lot of that stuff was fake, my guy. I'll be so real. Like, um, all that social media activism, that clicktivism, that stuff is fake to me. Like yeah. you guys putting black BLM in your bios, re- putting BLM what that's all like links to like the BLM page or, or like whatever, like donate. I think Black Lives Matter, card. the Black Lives Matter card, and all that kind of stuff, and posting a black square. Like, come on, come, come on. Like, I get it. You felt pressured because everybody else was doing it. Do you know what I mean? You felt like you couldn't be left behind, but do you actually care? Like, do you really care? Like, as, as Brent says, like, do you read? Do you think? Do you really care? Does your favorite your favorite artist doesn't give up? Your, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. your your friends don't give up. You know what I mean? It's like, 
None of you it's giving that social gimmicks, man. It's it's you know what I mean. This it's gimmicky. It's yes, social gimmick. It's social gimmicks. Um, I feel like a lot of a lot of black people. Not even like I don't even like because I don't even want to speak on but white people. It's like if I was white, I'd probably do the same. I'll just post my thing and go. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm calling out the black people that just like you put a black lives matter fist on your thing and you thought you carried the sign and went to a protest. You're like, ah, job done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I felt felt good. Felt good. I like, know that's an emotional reaction. Yeah, it, it is. But it's like it felt it was because it was only because it was the first time to feel okay to say something to 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 be in support of something. Yeah, it's like riding a wave. Yeah, exactly. It's like a lot of you are sheep. You're not. You're. You don't feel safe enough. You don't feel safe enough or confident enough or even or even well read or well versed enough to fight for something more do you know what i mean um and i it's 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 irritating it's because it's, it's very irritating and i just feel like that mixed with the whole idea of chasing self is why there is a lack of 100%. advancement when it comes to us and there's no why people some people say there is no black community um when when it comes to the question of why um are we getting tired of this black struggle narrative of course we are like of course Kanye said it in the drink champs interview it was like um he was like i'm tired of black history month i want to see i, I want to talk about black futures month do you know what i mean like they're why do you, it's like you're constantly yeah, getting, what else he said there what did he say he said get off your knees then if you're with me and i think that's the issue mm. like we're not in a place where um people are actually with you it's mm. like you're tired but all you're doing about being tired is just nothing mm. um and that's what i meant when i said there was a generation who was sick of tired of being tired mm. they were actually kind of just accepting and that's the word that's the key word we're in a place where no matter what, um, we've accepted certain things and it's like, oh, you just kind of make... And they're going to fall into the trap again. Yeah. You're going to fall into... The, gonna I'm going to say it right thing. now. If you don't, if, if people don't wake up, they're going to fall into the trap again because, because of CSR. Every firm has a corporate social responsibility and because of BLM, they have to now do more things for black people. You guys are going to just see that, see the, um, what's it called? The things that we do, they do on a sense of like, oh, like, look, they care about black people. Like, they're like doing this initiative for black people. Or, do you know what I mean? You're going to see it and you're going to be like, oh, like, it's all over. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're getting equality. And you're just going to, another 20 years will pass and then something mad will happen again. And then you guys will be like, oh, this things need to change. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you need to understand that if you want something in life, if you want certain things for your community and for people that look like you, it's it, it doesn't stop accepting the way things are and strive to make a change. Try and make a change. Speak up where you can make a change. And it's like, you don't have, this is the thing, you don't have to be that. We're not trying to create a thing where we're, us two are like meant to be like one of the few, one of a few voices just separately, do you know what I mean? Speaking on things. Yeah. We want to come together as a community and be speaking together where everybody's voice is heard so we can achieve what we want to achieve and everybody's striving to do things out of love and out of brotherhood and out of community instead of like it just being a few screams that aren't, aren't together. There's strength in numbers, there's strength in unity. And um, yeah, I feel like that's, 
in order to create that change, you need to move away from this whole thing of just accepting everything, things for the for what they are at face value, and just accepting the minimal efforts for change. When he's like, if you want change, you have to take take it, and that's what everybody and because we Aaron and I were actually having this discussion about was change has changed for our people from obviously people that have suffered from like slavery times all the way down to now has change ever been um was it peaceful mm. or radical save that save it you want to save it <laughs> save that okay fair enough um, we can save it we can save it because yeah. that can get into a whole another discussion and that mm. that one could be quite long that's but, hot yeah but back to the topic of struggle i understand it i understand the point of like you're tired it's fatiguing like yeah. i get when people even because we can probably go into the film era um, oh well, yeah 100 percent, please um yeah so like we can definitely go into like all that i get it. i get why you're tired to, of seeing the black hate s- you give yeah yeah the- <laughs> okay i did it man the hate I'm you sorry, man. the hate you give or um or slave or slavery films do you know what i mean now, yeah, no, let me just say something I like. I'll probably retract that one. <laughs> but um, I like 12 Years a Slave, and I like, um, I really enjoyed the Underground Railroad. Oh, I, the Underground Railroad, um, is re- Railroad is good. Yeah. And even Roots. I like the Roots. I like the Roots revamp. I do like it. I'll be real. Yeah. I like Malachi Kirby. Mm. Um, but yeah, ultimately, we are tired of a certain narrative. But my question is if you are tired of the narrative, what are you replacing it with? That's an interesting question because to be fair to black people, to be fair to them, the moment Black Panther dropped us. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to us, yeah. I'm not a white man speaking on the mic. <laughs> yeah, to be fair to us. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that threw me off. But to be fair to us as a community, I didn't do but I didn't do all, all these I said to black people, I didn't because I didn't do all this all this stuff yeah. that I'm about to speak yeah. about. But when Black Panther dropped, like as cringy as it was and corny as it was. Hey, bro, I was there, I went there three times. I walked into a scarf. Yeah, like they won't know that. People were wearing like African attire, really going to support it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And let me not even say it's cringy. You know what I mean? I don't even want us to put that on people. It's like, I see people dress up for, I don't know, anime films or whatever. So why can't you dress up for Black Panther? So yeah. Or like weird, different niche things like Lord of the Rings and stuff. You can dress up for that, but why can't you dress up for Black Panther? So yeah, no, I won't even, let me know. Let me take that back. I don't even call it weird. It's more of a thing of like, yeah. So when that came, black people were waiting for something like about black ex- excellence. Do you know what I mean? They were waiting. They were like more than happy to watch it. It was it's why Wakanda is as much as they misuse the word and yeah. like I want to ask you a question. When Ti was ranting about Atlanta being Wakanda, like <laughs> um, as much as they misuse the whole idea of what Wakanda is, I don't see how Wakanda is in America, but whatever. Um, as much as they misuse that idea, I feel like hundred percent. It's it, it was great to see that. They're attached. They're attached to stories about black success. Even this William sisters one, I'm sure it'll do well. Oh, I don't know, uh, but like, I'm sure it would. Do, I'm sure. Hopefully, if the acting's good enough, it would. <laughs> I'm sure it will do well. Like, I'm sure it will do well in terms of because people, black people, love seeing black success stories. Let's be real. And moving away from the whole every moving. 
Do you actually believe that? Yeah. In your hearts of hearts. Um, like people that seem black. No, there's a level of... Mm, yeah, but like they like black success stories that is like the struggle was just immense. Do you know what I mean? First. Mm. Like... Let me see you're a real struggling. Like. Yeah, they want to they wanna see that, like, oh, like you had to go. I was like, oh, fair enough. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. but, like oh, you paid your dues. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I was watching even the thing about the Reddit guy that died. I'm not sure, like, um, I can't remember his name. He, he, fa- he um, created Reddit. Oh, okay, founder. The Reddit founder. And then he was part of the whole. Um, Oh no, it's actually bad. I'm not saying his name. Let me find it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you can cut this out. Get off your knees. That's if you're with me. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, I was watching the thing about the Reddit founder, the Reddit founder, um, Aaron Schwartz, I think's his name, and um. He was um even when I was reading about it when I was no what not reading about watching it, it was like I was even inspired by what he managed to do and the waves he was made meant um he made in the um he made in the world um because of um but like in the same sense, I just felt like he had a life where he had both parents there he had um he had, I think, two other brothers. He, I think his parents like bought him a computer when he was like mad young, and it's like he succeeded in life. Like he achieved greatly, but he don't. He had a he had a he had a family home that was together. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He had that family unit. He had money. I'm sure his parents had money, like decent. They weren't like broke or anything like that. But he he was still allowed. To, he still was able to achieve things in his life. And achieve greatly, and that's with the same with a lot of um, a lot of um white people, a lot of white white success stories that a lot of white people get inspiration from. But when you um, when it's a black person, you have to you have to go like let me see that struggle, like let me see like you have to be. That's why even, but even it's in our raps. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like when you come from absolutely Mm. nothing. So what's kind of interesting, as you know, but Jay-Z still came from nothing. It's like, he came into the rap game with money, but he still came from nothing. So yeah, like, it's hard for black people to respect you or respect. It's because blackness has become defined by the struggle. Yes. Yeah, by very, elements of struggling against life. Yeah, it's, 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 it's sad. And that's what black identity has been attached to. It's sad I want to ask you what you think. Because I think that it's sad because everybody everybody that's in a struggle right now would want to create a life that's better for their children right so are you gonna now judge your children because they had a life that's better than you and they want to now they achieve something in their life do you know what i mean they achieve greater than you in in their life or they achieve something in their life you can't judge them because you wanted that for yourself just because you didn't get that doesn't mean you should judge others that did get something like that what you have to understand in everything that you do is the identity like identifying a community with struggle as synonymous with struggle is in my in my opinion is it's moronic it's it's self-defeating it's like you're um i talk to my dad about this a lot it's like you want to live 
in an idea and a mindset of self-fulfilling prof- um, prophecies. Like you, the way you think should always be about fulfilling, saying things about yourself, attaching yourself to things, attaching yourself to mindsets and things that are positive and good and are going to create, like you want to be, you want to be that person. Do you know what I mean? You want to be, you want to be living in that kind of aspect. Yeah. When, when you're attaching so much negativity and idea of like struggle and this is who we are. And I know you don't want to get into the hood thing, but. Um, it's not, I don't want to get into it, but like, I actually wanted to ask a question. I don't know if the, it's not Stockholm, but I think we are, I don't know that we want to be completely all the way divorced from black struggle. Um, do we want to be? Cause put it this way. If you trace hip hop, um, the journey hip hop went on, um, the communities it came from, and then, then the people who became the rap stars, Kanye, Drake, it wasn't gangster rap anymore. Um, but Drake, Drake gets clowned for being for reaching. I, my biggest beef with Drake is that guy reaching for his mob ties. Um, Okay, don't but, send okay. your shooters <laughs> but no but even when drake was making non <laughs> non non i don't know i'm a bad boy kind of music whatever everybody was like this guy's from toronto he's from a jewish household he was on the grassy like that was the whole joke like do you know what i mean those but he was still doing do you know have the confidence to just carry on I don't know. That's not for me to talk on. I don't know. I feel like when I don't know. I feel like hip, the hip hop industry is just an industry that is affiliated right. with a lot but of this, stuff. Why are we selling crack to the kids, man? It's like, what are we putting? What are we like? Especially when you've gone, what are you doing with that? Like when you're in that space. And of course, it is and it's like because it's like you're trying to think push about that image. Think about uh, what's it called now? It's um, um, it's exactly what you said, but it's um. Kanye has that song Jonah and they're talking about Chicago. Chicago drill, hot. But for some reason, hip hop, black culture keeps on returning to a certain image. Um, an image that is born from struggle. And that's all you kind of want to associate it with. That's because black people, that's because maybe we think that as a people is just like our uniqueness and edge comes from uh, you know what let's just let's go let's do it man <laughs> let's go like if it's where it wants to go it's where it wants to go at the end of the day we have an identity that we are scared of divorcing from what's kind of making us you know cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's a bit it's not a bit it's completely destructive no of course like, do you know what I mean? There's there's people that probably, I don't know. It's very interesting. You're, it's very, very true. It's even the why, the reason why, I don't know, the whole thing about some people say, it's like if you're from a certain area, you think you're a certain type of person. I know you probably could be, like, you're probably a good boy. Do you know what I mean? You're, like, yeah. you're, not, you're, you're nothing, but you attach the idea of where you're from to who you are and your identity. And it's the whole, like, 
forming an identity off of struggle and environment and poor a poor environment or like an environment where there's a high crime rate you feel like you're you're almost i don't know the things you face in life have made you edgier than other people or and i guess cooler in some sense um it it's not it's cool to be from a disad like it's cool people act like it's cool but it's like you know it's not cool if you're actually struggling do you know what i mean it's like people that are in those situations that are in poor like the hood whatever you know whatever you want to call it poor communities like the people that are actually struggling you they know the struggle is not the things you go through on a day-to-day basis is is nothing that you ever want to talk about or feel like it's cool do you know what i mean but yeah i guess it's it's like i guess how do you even tell someone that it's like it's it's their good that comes with the bad though it's like oh it's like the thing that makes me a bit more special than i than do you know what i mean it's like how can i have such a bad not special but i don't want to say that because that's wrong but like it's more of a thing of like i've come from i'm coming from a certain situation like cool like maybe i'm my parents aren't are struggling to put food food on the table food on the table i'm struggling to eat tonight but at the same time at the same Josh. time to eat but even for a let's think about it let's actually think about it at the same time no, if no, i want I'm to not, be a rapper I'm not fighting that. it's content i'm not fighting nah, that. actually i don't want to say it's with content that side of it though but it's like I'm, it's you know who i'm fighting with i've just said it i'm fighting with drake Wait, you don't need to sell crack to the kids anymore do you know what i mean like just okay. keep doing that and it's like like why do you have to the, why do you have to talk that stuff when you're when yeah. you when you're your cells how dare you man do you know mm, what i mean and okay. it's like um i can't remember was it a tweet that i saw someone saying like uh something about something to do with like black filmmakers just something i read about um them like it might have even been on the show about these like upper middle class black um filmmakers or writers just making stuff about black struggle and poverty and struggling in the hood and stuff and like no but it's a story that's a story that you're yeah, trying to sell but it's like you're leaning into something you're leaning into some kind I just of feel like, okay so image, in, in um, my mind is and at the same time i'm not coming at those people because i know when you go to an executive and you want to tell a story about people who look like us they're gonna see, want to see a gun they're gonna want to see some drugs mm. they're gonna want to see certain things and for me the question begins at um cool on one side you have a lot of people who uh us still in some way related to more of that conventional idea of a struggle but the struggle that i feel a lot of people who are actually making the choice the positive choice to kind of distance themselves from certain aspects of that struggle is the mistake of distancing yourself from is um the struggle of black social franchise your social relations are always very difficult to talk on my issue is pretending that the black social situation is not what it is like it's like there's a lack of awareness it's like you're pretending it's not going on right um 
monetizing monetizing of a, a struggle that's not your own. I don't know how much I can agree with it. Cool. Um, I will say this though. The perception of a rapper is always going to be tied to something. Um, as much as you that's could, that's why Kanye a, said on his thing, he's like, "You're just calling me a nigger," like, yeah, the rapper. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. It's like the yeah. attention, and I guess, I guess, of course, it's it's even better. Like, do you know what I mean? There's people that there's people like you know Tyler Creator's not a bad boy. He's a rapper. He's an artist, singer, whatever. But he. He does. He choose. He's a bad boy. He's a he what? he does it in different ways. He's a bad boy. He's, he does that in different ways. The guy that sang earthquake. <laughs> no, no. You want The thing is, he's not. He doesn't do that. This is a different conversation, so I don't want to go yeah, too okay, far cool, into cool. it. Okay, cool. But like, yeah, there are ways in which. No, of course. You're still of course, okay. that rebel. Do you know what I mean? The black cool. Yeah, like. No. Okay. Right. 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 I would say this. I'll say this. What I was talking more on was this. Um, there, there's oppression that isn't economic. There's um, subjugation. There's struggle. There's black struggle that isn't economic. It's social. There are. I I, I feel like it's things you feel warmer on. Um, we haven't climbed over certain social barriers social issues mm. um and i think that there is a divorce from those because you're a bit tired right we're a bit tired of we're a bit tired of this struggle the people that are in this struggle are always going to find if I was, if you're in the struggle, you're gonna f- use your the best, the best chance you have to get out of it. And if that is glamorizing a certain life that you live, I understand why you chose to because people aren't creating opportunities for you to get out other ways. Um, I will say I agree with what you said about those that aren't from it, kind of like monetizing off it's of it it's a skewed perception you did of course like you, not all black people live in the hood no no so, no but that's but my biggest issue is so it's not like it's, a, but it's, said, it's a marriage of both people so but it's a marriage of both people it's a marriage of people that think that they came because it's people that think that they came from it and people that pretend that they came for it all creating the idea that this is it like people that came from a bad situation, the, the, the hood, and people that didn't come from a bad um, situation or the hood, mar- like merging the two, it's like, this is the idea of the perception of a black, of a black person. Do you know what I mean? This is, this is the, um, this is the idea of what it is. Um, and the, the moment you start moving away from that, you're not seen as, I don't know, black enough, or you're not seen as a black person, or you're not seen, you're not seen in that way. I would but the response. What? But I want to ask you an honest question. If we someone made a film about a black middle class boy's life, who's watching it? I just want to know who's watching it. Just watching it. Just, just ask. Just answer the question. Who's watching it? Why people aren't watching it? They don't find that interesting. If I made a film <laughs> about black people from black, the hood, I'm watching black it. Black lower class 
um, Boy's Life. He's watching it. A lot of people. That's, that's literally Blue Story. Right, is, that, is that the synopsis? Like, that's it's make Blue Story, and you see people watch it. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll break records. My issue like, is this: um, kiddhood, Blue Story. Yeah, How many do you have to? There read? are. There's a different conversation. There is drama in kiddhood. There is drama in Blue Story. Um, because as much as you want to say it's someone from, it's not simply black lower class. That that's not what that is. Um, there are different types of black lower class. There are different choices. There are different results of black lower class. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people can testify to being black lower class, and they come out to something very different. They have a different lifestyle. They have a different. Okay, um, but how much is that being displayed in, in the, in the realms that we're talking about? No, but I'm. But this is what I'm saying. You can't just say. Who's watching a movie about a black middle class boy's life? I said, who is watching I, I a film about a black middle class boy's life? I can tell you one. Um, Waves. Waves. I've watched that film. Huh? I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why not? I actually didn't hear about it. That's that's cap because I told you to watch it. Oh, probably. Um, probably just didn't draw me in by the trailer. <laughs> Sorry. I can't remember. I can't remember Stay why close. I didn't watch it. Probably, Stay was, close. probably was busy. Probably was busy. Um, but. I can't think. Of, let I actually try and think. Waves. That's literally what it is. Okay, no, but think about another one that like everyone that, know one. that one. They just make. No, that people know. <laughs> like, that people know. They don't make them. This no, but it's issue, my point like, exactly. My point is no, no one's gonna watch. Relying on the Hollywood structure is like that's not smart. No, but I'm saying it? okay. But I'm asking. What I'm asking is to produce the changes we need to see. Really? Okay, you're relying no, on Hollywood. No, for that. no, I'm not asking. I'm not. Of course, of course not. But I'm saying, as black people ourselves. Let us really, really understand who, out of us, right? Who is not watching? Like, we like to watch that street shit, boy. Even like, most, like, rom-coms. We, we like to watch that street stuff. Even you, most rom-coms and stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, this is the closest thing. They are not all from, like, bad situations. Okay, no, that's, that's the closest thing. But Struggling that was the, in life. No, okay, the 90s, the 90s black love films, amazing. Great, great not stuff. Not just the 90s. Even the Think Like a Man yeah, exactly. Great, great stuff. But at the same time, in my recent memory, especially in the UK, I'm trying to think Has of Kevin a f- Hart ever been in a film where he's like some lower class. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's just not. He's never had to do that. That's one thing I can say I really respect about him. I will say this. I will say this. Okay, cool. But yeah, comedy is a bit of a different, a different. Uh, yeah, ball. I know it's, it's, it's very different. Di- it's a bit of a um, different ball game. But I would say this: took my drama. Yeah, but we love, we love, we love to see that street stuff. Do you know what I mean? We love to see that struggle, that struggle stuff. So even it's in a, it's in us to like to it's, watch. It's that. a toxic relationship, though. Like, toxic if you go onto YouTube like right it's... now, if you look go onto YouTube and you go into like you know those YouTube films that people make, like there's a. You, but, Every single one of them is again, to do with street stuff. But that's, that's, this isn't even the struggle, though. And I think this is what I wanted to ask you, like, more specifically. I think there's, like, an attachment to certain ideas. Or, like, um, you've got, like, it's almost like surrender to certain ideas that we've decided this is identity. This is black identity. And this is what we are. This is who we are. This is what we are. And this is all no, it's a good be. question because and that means when you hear or see something 
Like, um, for example, did you watch Judas and the Black Messiah? No, I actually didn't. I actually didn't. Um, I should have watched again, it. Again, like, I... Uh, you told me to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, you know. But uh, I personally actually didn't enjoy it too much, but that's personal taste, preferences. Mm. Um, Daniel Kluge's performance is really great. I think Keith's really great in it as well. But again, okay, um, another example is music. Um, I've, I kind of chose some songs that are kind of, I guess, um, you know, a revolution kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but people don't want to hear stuff like that. It's like, okay, get but out of here. I want to, before we stray away yeah, too much from what you said, I want to go back to something in my mind and your mind is clear of where we want to go and what we want to create for our people in terms of spaces, investing into Africa, brotherhood, all these, the Canaan idea of where we're trying to go like reaching that promised land for our people and what it looks like to have institutions and things for our people. We understand what that looks like for us in and how we visualize it. We probably have that clear vision, crystal clear. But my biggest question is to anybody listening or to other black people that are like, you know what I mean? Let's just say relative, let's say young that are trying to think about the future and what they want their future to be like when they're 50 or you know, 60 or whatever younger okay 40 okay no but 30 40 50 60 yeah um i want to know like what they think the future looks like for them do you know what i mean because my biggest question is what does what does what does my existence as a black person look like i want i want to know what they think that is because i don't know if everybody else thinks if they think it's any different or they think they still see it in that individual way. It's but there's that. Um the it's actually in the blog. Um one of the blog posts. We are in a place where it's like, uh what we don't understand is that one of the greatest enemies to the black community is simply individualism. Mm. Um, you ask the question, do you like it's in our minds, but is it in like do we carry the attitude as a people that like, yeah, um, we're trying to build a community. We're trying to build community. Um, the answer is just no, because as I said, the world is very individualistic, but those pressures weigh heaviest on us because it's like, if we don't live up to them, you know, it's like they said, um, before when um they freed black slaves it's like they were trying really hard to live up to white patriarchal norms mm. um bell hooks writes about this a lot and and to in doing that you will you'll do the most to kind of achieve what success as a man looks like as shown by your white counterparts because on some level, you're not actually allowed to think that you could ever be on their lane, on their plane. And I think that kind of um, thinking is what's produced the kind of individual pursuits that we have. It's like it's like your question was even, like, oh, what kind of a question was that? It was like just just left the field. It just didn't even make sense in the context because honestly, we have these mindsets where it's like, wait, what question? Which question? Like, um. Do do they? You've mentioned Canaan. They're like, do you know what I mean, it's just like, whoop. 
like kind of just going mm. over heads. But it's like, um, yeah, like they don't understand. They don't. Do you think? Is that how we think? They don't even think in the sense of like kings possible kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Like, it. No, it's not even think it's possible because of course that's a thing, but they don't even care. You don't even care to think that that's the thing. That's what I wonder because all your pursuit is is individualism. Yeah. And for as long as you're just thinking, me, 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 um, we are going to be in the state that we're in, like, as a group, as a people, because no one's looking after the community. And that, even saying that is a bit cringy, no one wants to hear about looking after the community kind of thing, like. But it's it's, it's weird because it's like, someone's telling you how to do it like how to do a question or like a math question someone's telling you how to do like what's called one plus one and it's like you know like someone's literally telling you step by step how to get the answer to this um question everybody knows what it is or if they might not know but someone's telling you and i still think at the end of the day people would still choose to just focus on, okay, like, like, I'm just going to try to do it my way. Whatever whatever helps me get the best result, I'm going to just go down. I feel like even if you tell, like how many times as a black, how many times as black people do we tell each other, we need to have a community, we need to have this, we need to have that. But how many, how much is that followed through? Do you know what I mean? Black people don't like supporting other black people. We find it, we find and here's when I'm going to make my offer for, um, when you said to be fair to black people, to be fair to them, um, what's it called? <laughs> yeah. Um, the apathy that's born from being told this is the way is not seeing it happen. But when you don't see it happen and when people aren't taking it up, it's like you really don't care for this, these dreams. You just, mm-hmm. let me just focus on myself because ultimately you know this is just talk yeah i think that's probably a good place to just round it off because it could venture into other territory otherwise mm, no i'm not doing that yeah no i definitely agree like there's a lot of like ground we can cover later so yeah i think we should wrap it up here um thank you for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed it and yeah don't forget to what's it called yeah, don't forget to check our new playlist, the 417 playlist, and like collaborate. We want to see what your favourite songs are. So yeah, go for it. Thanks for listening, everybody.